Alright, and welcome to the Counterattack Podcast. Uh, happy Monday to you. Uh, my name is Devang Desai, and I'm joined by, guess who it is, Mr. Richard Woodall. How are you, sir? I'm back. Yeah. Good. I didn't listen to the one with uh, That's cool. That's Giancarlo. Cool. I'm sure he was great. Was he great? He was, <laughs> he was great. great. He yeah. was great. Uh, busy weekend in the world of football. FA Cup action, Premier League action. I think the Premier League action was kind of bad. But, uh, it was a bit boring. But the big one, Wigan again beats Manchester City on, curse. on the biggest of stages. Well, that's kind of debatable. But at Etihad, where not many teams have done very well, uh, I think City did not look like they gave a fuck. Yeah, yeah, Toure did not look like he cared at all. Kind I of. think it was, I mean, you don't want to be too cynical about it, but it was definitely a game where if someone had told me, you know, they knew dead certain that uh, Manuel Pellegrino was like, eh, try to win, but, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's also a game that you can't look at and say City were definitively outplayed either. I mean, at the end, they had some guilt. Like, uh, Jacko was with inches within equalizing. The and, greatest uh, challenge in the history, uh, yeah. challenge of the year, as it uh, oh, yeah. described. But, for sure. And I think also, with if you consider that Manchester City has so many games to make up, maybe the argument is it's league or bust, and that, that's all we're yeah, going for. exactly. And the Champions League looks kind of... Kind of grim as well, yeah. so that's all it is. But can't take anything away from Wigan. It's kind of impressive that two years in a row, a team also last year when it was like, well, we're going to be relegated. Let's, let's go out here and see what we can do. And they somehow won it this year. Kind of like a, hey, remember us? We can still do this. We can still do this on the big stages. So nice duel around. Excellent tactics by uh, our boy... Uh, Uli Hoyas. Oh, yeah. There he is. Great job. Do we buy this thing about um about the, the Martinez legacy continuing? Well, I saw multiple multiple people refer to the, the formation he employed with the one at the back kind of protecting his defenders as the Martinez-esque formation. Yeah. And right. uh, it looked to pay dividends. Yeah, good. good. Three at the back, bring it back. On the other end, Arsenal handily beat Everton 4-1, although it was a much tighter game than the scoreline would suggest, but I think after that Arteta penalty, it kind of opened up and Arsenal looked like Arsenal of old. Mesodozel, I believe the word is recharged. The word yeah. says 1,800 times. I kind of had a snarky tweet yesterday. I saw that. It's true, though. I mean, after sort of riding his jock for, you know, uh, the early part of the season, he sort of had a few off games, and then it was suddenly like, what a disaster. And this is, again, we talked about this before, yeah. the problem when you you only invest in a single player in the transfer window, they become the locus of all the team's problems uh, for Iller. And for a player like Mesut Ozil, it's really weird because he's never going to be that guy that no, gets that's stuck not, in like, it's not him. He was never this player. Ever, so. He was not like, he was never the star at Real Madrid. This is part of why, you yeah. know, he was, they, they, he sort of was managed to squeak out of there. It's like he was never going to be a Cristiano Ronaldo type. He's just a very efficient cog. If we're going to use German stereotypes, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, who can help any team? And obviously he rose to the occasion and now uh, Arsenal in pole position for a trophy. That's right. And I think if uh, Ozil and Cathorla as well, they were fantastic. And if you can get two more performances out of them in, in the the final two games, if they beat Wigan in the semis, then they are looking at a trophy. But I do have this fear. I have the nightmare of Birmingham stuck in my head and, and the Bradfords and the Blackburns of last year where... They it were supposed happen. to. It I know, could it could. It could. It, it shouldn't. Totally could. I, it think, shouldn't. I think your prediction, though, penalties. Pen- way penalties, yeah. lo- penalties lost to Sheffield United in the final. Yeah. Good God. I could see it. Uh, in the Prem, uh, Tottenham got their ass kicked by Chelsea 4-0. Again, the scoreline a little cruel, though Tottenham completely melted down. But Old man at home. Yeah. That's effectively the end of their season. It's yeah. fifth place. Tim Sherwood following the game. The realest stock you can find. Uh, if you think we're going to get fourth place, it's a dream. Get real. I can't trust half the players in my locker room. There's no character. Basically, words from a man who knows that he won't be there much longer. 
so I've seen a bit of a mixed reaction. Most Tottenham fans that I've talked to are kind of okay with it. They're like, yes, he's speaking the truth. How many times are we going to do this? The lineup he fielded, though, was awful, and I feel like he didn't give himself a chance to win. Yeah. When you have guys like Soldado, who's coming off a good game, Erickson on the bench. It really was mind-boggling, the player selection that he had. And then to come I've out... Never, I've never seen uh, lines, like betting lines, change drastically just to bring After the, the starting of 11, team right. Sheet. Yeah, right. so, I mean, I'm sure it does happen, but it was pretty funny. Uh, odds on favorite to replace him at Tottenham. I'm hearing Louis van Gaal. Yeah, I think that's the one. I don't know. They need uh, they need some sort of stability there. Um, and I, I, th- I don't think... I think the idea of Sherwood sort of, you know, uh, going into next season with a full contract would have been a pipe dream. Crazy, anyway. crazy. It would have just been another, you know, maybe it would have been a Di Matteo situation all over again, but uh, um, obviously he's not going to win the Champions League. No. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it, Sherwood just sort of looks like a slightly less and uh, slightly less competent, um, t- you know, Spurs. I think there are huge structural problems there. Uh, obviously, they had a very, very expensive squad that they built that's really not um, working well together. I think their problems are overblown. Um, I think, you know, statistically, there's definitely some worrying trends there. Um, yeah, a little, I think Sherwood got a, a bit lucky in the early, a few early games now, now we're sort of seeing it, it uh, balance out a little now. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know what has to happen. And I, I don't think any of us are in a position right now to sort of look at the squad and definitively say, this is the problem. Daniel Levy got the wrong players, blah, blah, blah. We just don't know. There's a lot There's a lot about what's, you know, like why Soldado suddenly couldn't score and all these sort right. of question marks. We don't know. Well, I think it's interesting that Sherwood made those remarks about the lack of character and guys like Paulinho and Erickson and Soldado were on the bench. Maybe a bit of an F you to Levy being like, well, yeah, the guys you brought in, Eh, they're not going to cut it. Yeah. I mean, it's a complex thing. You're getting, you know, you're building a team almost, I want to say from scratch, but you I mean, you're, you basically ripped out the core of the team. You lost Gareth Bale, mm-hmm. who was sort of making up a lot of the slack in that in that team anyway last season. Um, uh, Spurs were doing a lot of things right. I think they're, you know, obviously um, shooting more than their opponents shot at them was probably a good thing to do in the long term. But if you're shot, you know, if you can't convert these chances, then it doesn't really mean anything anyway. Um, glimpses of good, like you know, a real quality, top four quality in that team from time to time, but just very, very, um, you know, uneven performances from players who are getting a lot of money. So, I mean, I don't know what you do about that. And I, maybe it's one of those Simon Cooper things where you look back and you say, well, they they weren't uh, they weren't uh, transitioned properly. You know, they weren't uh, they weren't shown the ropes in a way that allowed them to settle in quickly at, at Spurs. And I think that um, maybe that will come out, maybe it won't. But uh, those are those are definite and important considerations when you're basically building a team almost entirely from scratch. It'll be interesting because the season isn't over, even though their aspirations might be, but they have the North London Derby coming up at White Hart Lane. You would think they'd get up for that Sunday a Sunday prime fixture. Let's see. Uh, I guess so. let's do a quick little roundup before we, uh, before we go after this quick hitter. But uh, Barcelona lose <laughs> to Valladolid. Oh, terrible. Terrible one nil. Yeah. More interesting to me is the stick that Messi and Neymar are getting in the press in Spain. It's to me, it's typical. I I don't think there should be any surprises there. Um, Oz in particular is just they they don't give a shit. I mean, these are these are not people who can see the long view. These are not yeah. people who see you know context or nuance. Well, I'm it's pretty like, sure Marca gave Neymar a three out of ten match yeah. rating just for spite, it's just, just pure anger. All those papers do is troll. You know they're. <laughs> They're, like it's like either Marca on Real Madrid's jock or you know sort of there's just the papers are too dirty in, in Spain. It's funny though because like I feel like Lequeep has like this uh, this reputation of being fair, very fair, yeah. but also they'll come out with like giving a two, yeah, to an Ozil for a poor game and be like, oh well, they're just whatever. They're just it's entertainment, you know. They don't really care. I don't think that 
and again, this like what Barcelona fans think as well. I mean, there's a huge diverse group of you know culés out there, yeah. and they all have their own different views on what's going on. And a lot of them are signing blame to the board, although how exactly you know uh, problems with uh, you know uh, you know tax court cases have anything to do with Tata right. Martino not being able to beat Real Valladolid. I don't know. But so they're four points behind Real Madrid after that result. Yeah, do it's we, too tight is in it, that league. Is it over? I think, uh, I don't want to say it's over, but I think Atleti's that's... Uh, still kicking around there as well in second. Yeah, I think Atleti probably will finish third, I'm guessing. I don't want to be too mean, but I think uh, they've just hit this sort of weird slump state. I think, it, whatever, they might continue the rest of the season. I think they're still in it, but uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, Real Madrid are a good enough team. They'll probably win La Liga this year. <laughs> Who knows? The margins are too close to call. Right. This uh, is just wanking. I'm just wanking <laughs> on the microphone here. Doesn't matter. Kevin Strutman, Roma midfielder, That's Dutch that. midfielder, gone for nine months. Devastating blow to the Dutch. Yep, I would say so. Ron Vlar. When Ron Vlar is the guy that's to fill in. <laughs> I saw some Villa fans <laughs> yeah. championing Ron, Vlar, yeah. uh, Ron Vlar. But I actually, no. I, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I actually like Ron Vlar uh, as much as he's <laughs> uh, he's taken a bit of time uh, to settle. I think uh, whatever he's, he's competent enough, and and touch problems at the back are. I mean, they've done fine in qualifying. There's enough quality in that team. It's not a big big deal. But I think Trutman is a big loss. I think more for Roma than. For and that's Roller. the thing because this is probably going to stretch into next yeah. year. And after a year that started so promisingly, if you look at Roma's record without Francesco Totti, they've struggled so much. Yeah, Syria is done after the results this weekend. I think uh, Roma lost to Napoli and just pretty much sealed at their 14 points behind Juve season over. But what does this mean for next year? We shall see. And last but not least, MLS yeah, 2014 kicked off this weekend. Woo! Had some big problems with MLS Live. Just uh, put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to watch Chivas uh, Chicago on MLS Live yesterday, and I did. But the the stream kept alternating between languages and and quality. There was also very... weird. Like I was watching the the Portland game, and I was trying to decide uh, if like because Portland they they were playing like this 1920s film reels team. I was like, <laughs> is this is the stream fast? Like it was right. really strange. So I think there's still some issues going there. And I think even Grant Wall was tweeting. Whatever, we're talking about the fucking yeah. app. It's like. Uh, that Chivas said, came back to that was, and that was That was the game of the weekend, which I did not think. Conspiracy. So when are we getting, I, I don't even checked anything. When are we going to get our first big, you know, uh, Chivas owned by MLS conspiracy? Soon, hashtag? soon. If that, you know, the crowd, considering what it has been in recent years, the crowd was it was very vibrant and not obviously not that it's many people. Opener. But Everyone can dream and hope. It was yeah. huge. It was huge. And the game was, it, again, great might be an overstatement, but it was fun to watch. It was MLS-y, yeah. you know. It yeah. was dirty and uh, there was a... You know what a lot of them were this weekend? I think Vancouver pumped New York in a bit of a shocker. Uh, Seattle KC, which is supposed to be the marquee game, it, was, it took a Chad Barrett winner at the death to really settle it. So I would say more than any other league, MLS opening weekend, there's like it's the, tough. you it's, can't even begin to stru- yeah. stru- out a narrative because yeah. the, the results are just so out of whack. You're going from preseason Orlando against yeah. randoms, random teams, random yeah. lineups to this. So give them a few weeks, so let's see, let them work about Wow, okay. We will be back very soon. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Everybody loves radio. Nobody loves video. Like what you hear? Check out thescore.com slash counterattack for more soccer goodness. Check us out on Twitter, too, at rwiddle and at decideevent.